I with Julian on the brown note in 38 degree heat and uh, 100 Fahrenheit plus and all the doors shut and the aircon off so I can record the audio. It's going to be emotional. And an album review of Little Sims album, uh, which came out at Christmas by surprise, uh, called No Thank You. So Little Sims, uh, full name is Symbiatu, or Simbi for short, Abisola Abiola. Ajikawo with Nigerian parents and from the Islington part of London, the best part of London, where I used to live, though I'm from East Ham, uh, which is what it is. Um, so she's come to prominence for me with her third album, Grey Area, which I featured on my radio show. I'm just checking the producer because I think I know. Yeah, it's Inflow. So the producer Inflow is a producer here and has been associated with Little Sims who gets extra credit for spelling the word little and not L-I-L, making every white person that says Lil sound inside their head stupid. Inflow has been the most prominently named person associated with a band I've called the most important and best band in the world, Salt who I missed five albums from last year. I actually reviewed on this channel their album Air and gave it nine nine out of 10, a classical album from them for some reason. But when I was overseas, they released five albums in one day. I miss a lot. I've just given up trying to keep up with them. They've done about 10 albums in four years now. Um, but he's the most, most of the acts, him, he, I don't even know, he or she, most of the outfit is still anonymous and excuse any notion of the press <coughs> so inflow is the most prominently named figure associated with the axe salt he produced gray area and sometimes i might be introvert as well uh, which was a fourth album uh, gray area i loved i thought that was amazing that was in my albums of the year it was a really tight sort of under 40 minute wound coiled um, no fat on it, really, really great production, and she fit like a glove to that production as well. Sometimes I Might Be Introvert was a much vaster album, a much sort of, this is the entirety of me, um, a much longer album, long form album, huge success, uh, won quite a few albums of the year plaudits, and it won the Mercury Music Prize, which only I think was awarded in sort of October, November time last year, and now just before Christmas, she released No Thank You, which was um, just like an out-of-nowhere album, um, which is what I'm reviewing today. Um, again, with Inflow as the main producer, and the best description I've heard of it is it sounds the most like Little Sims fronting a Salt album out of all of those releases, which is a great thing. Um, I think the last album would have been much more like Little Sims being <laughs> helped by... Uh, salt, whereas uh, Grey Area, I thought there was a 50-50 balance. Here it does kind of feel a bit like a Salt album with Little Sims rapping over the top a lot. It's got um, a very soft, woozy feel to it a lot of the time, almost in the lounge chill-out zone, particularly the opening track, Angel. Um, it's almost It almost functions as an album for people that don't like rap. It's actually quite nice and soothing to listen to a lot of the time. Um, a lot of the themes on it seem to do with the music industry, race and class, particularly with regards to her making music and not wanting to pander to rich white people in spaceships taking their kids to school and so on. Um, 
and that occupies a lot of the album thankfully it isn't all of it because i started to get a bit tired of it uh, and the other thing is that her career trajectory has been amazing um it might have been a struggle street for the first few albums but since gray area she's just gone up 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 i don't know you know i mean maybe she's being ripped off but she, she it seems like, you know, that any time anyone says anything like this, white journalists start running scared, like they can't critique anything. But I don't know if she's... Has she suffered that much in her career? She seems to be doing really, really well. Um, it's quite... It's, it's almost a little bit too bland, that opening track, Angel, which is why Gorilla's got a much more sort of thrilling production to it. Got some of those salt flourishes in the um, breakdowns and... One thing that Salt used a lot, and one thing that's used here a lot, is choral vocals, uh, like uh, a choir vocals. It uh, keeps popping up here, and it's used really well. At times, the, the, when Salt get into a slightly less R&B and a bit more sort of militaristic funk sort of pattern, uh, a little bit more upright and heavy, it does remind me a tad of Wu-Tang, almost, almost Wu-Tang. Um, I thought the third track, Silhouette, really did stand out for having that grey air urgency to it, particularly in the lyrical delivery. I thought some of the tracks, it was almost like the production was doing a little bit too much because it was like little sims was fit in the pocket over the beat, but then there was some musical elements in there where uh, vocals didn't really fit. Um, but I thought that um, Silhouette really did work. I'm pouring so already. And it's got a real um, trip-hop uh, feel to it and that it's got a really strong chord progression which means that it can last out at six and a half minutes I was concerned but with a few of the tracks being that long on this album mainly because of the artist Dave I thought we were going to get into Dave problems um, again uh, track four I'm not going to go through all of No Mercy it's got some um, nice flourishes in it but the um the voice doesn't always fit all the way through the verse to the the music behind it it's almost like it's again doing a little bit too much even though it's pretty minimalistic at times um i thought track six heart on fire really hit the sweet spot it isn't one of the longest tracks but it still sounds quite epic um again the more militaristic funky drummer drumming really does suit her vocal delivery and the chorals in it and the sample really work. It hits that sweet spot between the um, being a bit too bland on the chill out front and a bit too upright. This is like perfect middle ground. And I thought it's a, a really good track, especially as it's not even one of the longer ones. Um, and that's followed by another really strong one, which is the longest track, uh, Broken, seven and a half minutes long. One thing I'll say about her on longer tracks, she knows when it's shut up. Like I really struggled with the last Dave album because he just has to he has to inhabit every second of a nine minute track. Uh, even like the track's finished and he's still going on a cappellas. She can actually sit back and let you enjoy music for a couple of minutes, and she does it on a few of these tracks uh, and a couple of shorter ones. She just barely pops up at all and lets the production and the hooks and everything do its work, which I, I thought worked a lot well. Uh, and also on um, track nine, who even cares? She's got a bit of a Dame Funk, 80s electronic funk vibe going on, which I thought was really nice. I thought it was a really nice blend. I thought halfway through that I wasn't going to rate it that well. Um, but the, the right through the middle, Heart on Fire and Broken, really, really strong uh, 
10 minutes of a, a relatively short album but um overall i think i really like the blend of the um different song lengths on it i like the fact that she managed to sit back uh, and not sort of beat you over the head like dave does by trying to give you a line every second throughout a very long track and not letting the music do its work um and this isn't you know this was supposed to be a surprise album at christmas rather than you know her previous album was a fully sculpted work of art album whereas this feels like a throwaway um but it's still it's ultimately very strong it's very easy to listen to she moves away from moaning about the record industry uh, and to a more sort of universal state of the nation address, uh, even though the lyrics can feel a little bit one-dimensional at times. Um, it broadened out into a more sort of universal topicality, which I liked. And it's a completely earned victory lap. I mean, they just win the Mercury Music Prize. And there's a, you know, I don't go for awards. I hate the Grammys. But um, the Mercury Music Prize is... Um, it's got some pretty good alumni in there for people that have won, like PJ Harvey. Um, and, you know, you can go through the list, and it's it's a, usually a list of very prominent alternative albums. Uh, less so in recent years, the list has sort of eschewed the incredible indie revival in Britain. Uh, very few of those acts have, have got um, much love from the Mercury Prize, whereas a lot more sort of 7 out of 10 acts have. But I think another strong album in a row from Little Sims. So no thank you, I'm going to give an 8 out of 10. And I'm burning up. 